because it's sunny out, Joel. <laughs> I thought because we recorded the shockers over earlier. I thought I looked like a concierge at a hotel resort. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Chip Lunch Podcast. I'm your host here, Joel. Live from live days. from Hamilton Island. <laughs> live from the Wit Sundays. <laughs> we're having a break, guys. The reason we're having a break is because we're here at the resort, also known as the Third Space Studio. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited for the waves to be behind us. Maybe some turtles then. Me, me on a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I've got these sunglasses on because my future's too bright. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, new year, new us. New year, excited. new us. Stroll. That I think we're, we're strolling, strolling into 2022. That's right. We're l- lolling. <laughs> nice uh, Lumbering <laughs> Lumbering oh, What's man. this podcast called? Lumbering into 2022 yeah, or 2021 or whatever year it is even anymore Welcome back to the Chip Lunch Podcast everyone It's wonderful to have you along with us Welcome to 2022 yeah. Welcome Brayden Just I'm you excited. and I today Thank you Yeah, just the two of us Just the two, two of us, us. <laughs> Just the two <laughs> of us And when we ride, what's that? That's an no, M&M I was, song? Th- I was thinking of... Um, Grover Washington Jr. Just the two of us. Yes, me too. <laughs> Put the song in, Dave. You know, it's yeah. a good one. A lot of good saxophone songs. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a big edit for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have a lot of things to do. What a legend. Yeah. Dave. Producer Dave. Yep. Look out, Jamie. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we thought... That we may as well start recording some chip lunches because yeah. we don't want to keep the oh, people. Oh, we might as well. Yeah, we've got to give the people what they want. Yeah. And so um, we're here, everyone, to have another Christian podcast. <laughs> really, that's what we're doing, isn't it? But I think that um, given that Ethan is on his honeymoon, we yep. should shout out to Ethan and Katie for getting married. Recently? Recently. We'll say recently. <laughs> then it will never date. Yep. It was a great <laughs> it was a great wedding though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Excellent awesome. wedding. And they're yeah. on their honeymoon, so we thought, well, we may as well still record something to make it exciting for all the viewers and listeners out there. Well it's fine, we get to set up. We've got lots of things. We've got lots of people um already booked in for the next um couple of months, which we is do. exciting and we're gonna have um hearing more stories from our church, more testimonies, more people's experience of um yeah, how, to, how they came to Christ and living with him, which is very exciting. We just thought, um, if you didn't know, we record these on a Friday. It's a lazy Friday afternoon. And Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, It's a hot... It's a very... I'm saying lazy. Really, we're just like feeling a bit baked because yeah. <laughs> we're in a giant concrete box. Yeah, where we are in Soul Revival Church, can be get a bit warm if there's not a lot of airflow coming through. But yeah, we just thought... Um, We'd use this as a cool reset button. We um, took a little break at the end of um, last year over Christmas and mm. all those crazy things going on, but we thought it'd be a nice opportunity to stop again before we get stuck into this new year. Yeah, and I think that's right because this is the first chip lunch of 2022. So, like, I thought it'd be cool to talk about what did we learn from 2021, Braden? Well, we became a podcast in 2021. It's very true. That is very exciting. I wonder when our first birthday is. Gosh, we'll have to go back and have a look. Yeah. Okay, you keep talking we'll, and we'll have a look at that so in I a second. I'll look when the first chip lunch came out. Yeah. So 2021 for you though. 2021 for me was a big year. It was a, it was a year of change. So um, obviously starting at Bible College after yeah. um, 
working full time for the last couple of years was a very big change. Another change was halfway through going online and um, oh, getting right. to live that online student life, mm. which, um, yeah, I w- probably wasn't my favorite way of learning, um, which was interesting because, um, yeah, I think heading to Bible college, you're excited because you're excited. I get to learn about things that I'm passionate about, which mm. is an awesome experience. And then, um, yeah, just juggling that with it's a high workload where I go to college, which is um, very, um, yeah, it was just challenging going to um, that amount of work and then trying to do it online was obviously a whole different experience outside of that. Um, what in were terms you hoping for college and then did it live up to what it was going to be or is it like how you, in terms of learning? Because you just think you were just going to go do lectures and stuff like that, or like it'd be interesting to hear your actual experience, what it's like being on a college campus at more. You were at more college, the Anglican Theological College. Yeah, what's that like for you? Oh, I think it's it's great. Like, um, there's a high emphasis on um, community aspect there, which I think is good for a lot of people who move there and live there, and that is their community, and that is um, going to be the base of their. Um, of their friendship and community for the next little bit if they're planning to go and be ministers and get sent all over and work all over. I think it's um, they've uh, emphasised the community aspect of working together, which is very cool. Um, yeah, I think I th- it's so hard for me to think about now that I've done six months online without that. Mm. I think that's kind of um, blurring my vision looking back. I think it's hard to look back at the start and not think through... Um, yeah, um, basically doing stuff online for the second semester. But I think the first semester was really good. I think um, I hit a really good rhythm of study in the first semester, which was really nice after, um, yeah, I think I ended uni last time. I think we spoke about this when we we had a the last podcast where it was um, Joel, Ethan and I, I can't remember how many that was ago. We were chatting about finishing uni and things like that and I – Felt like I finished uni and I was very over studying. Mm. I think studying is, it's very different. It's very, I very much enjoy, my favourite part of studying is always the first like five weeks where all you're doing is learning things. I think the second half of a semester I always enjoy much less where you're just like under the pump trying to hand assignments in and get things done. But that process of going in and sitting in a lecture and just listening, I really love. I think... Um, I think that's why I watch a lot of YouTube and watch a lot of YouTube like well I think lots of people do this now you just go on those rabbit holes where you just oh I'm interested in this and I'll watch a 10 minute video and then I'll watch this video and then I'll watch this video and you're just gaining all this information I love doing that when it comes to um getting tested on that that's a whole different (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole different um conundrum but I I got through it I passed everything which I'm massively stoked with um and absolutely like all glory to God because it definitely wasn't me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. It was, it was an interesting year. I'm hopefully, hopefully this year will be more um, back to in person and hopefully a little bit more. I, I don't want to use the word normal, but <laughs> well, you said that you nice. um, wanted to, like, you found it difficult to study when it went online. Yeah, why was that? Uh, I think um, the environment that you're in at home you have a lot less accountability you also have you're just at home i think my headspace say 
um, I need to get something done, I will go somewhere else to do it. Okay. So like me having an office at home or something, it's just, just wouldn't work. I need to, I think it's also because I'm in a one bedroom apartment. So like, it's not like I have an office space or something at home. Like I was on the dining room table because mm. my wife works at home as well. So like, yep. um, yeah, I think just recognizing in myself that I need a change of environment to, um, help with that thought process. Concentrate. And yeah, exactly. Like said, be accountable. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think I found that out partway through semester one and then that got taken away in semester two, which is interesting. <laughs> now I've got to change um, again. You were obviously working from home um, yeah. for a little while, Joel, and you have three kids as well. Yeah. Um, how did you find um, that experience? Um, yeah, so when did they lock... The New South Wales locked down at the, right at the end of June. Mm. And I think it went for almost four months. I think that would be correct. And there were some really, really good parts of it and then yeah. some really hard parts of it, I would suppose. I, um, some, my two older kids are at school. So yeah. because I was working from home by the government guidelines and whether the rules are not, I'm not sure, but they said that you, if you're working from home, you need to have your children at home. Yeah. And so you need to do home learning from home. And... And as I said, that was a really lovely experience, but also a really t tough experience to be able to have to work from home, like do my work mm. and then help them with their work. Because like, yeah, my son is seven, Leo, and my daughter Evelyn's five and they need help with things. Yeah. And that's totally understandable because they're primary school age kids. And um, having said that, I asked my son, oh, are you looking forward to going back to school when it was coming up? And he was like, well, kind of, because I won't get to see you as much, <laughs> but I also want to go back to school, which is, that was really lovely. And I mean, um, I think I became too frustrated at times and I feel quite guilty about that in yeah. terms of my kids and stuff. And, um, but it also, there's a, like, the, the benefit about working from home is that you don't have a commute to anywhere you're working. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's the, the pitfalls of what you're talking about of um, not having the accountability and things like that. But it's also like not having to spend, and I mean, my workplace when I'm not working for Sorrow Old Church is only 20 minutes away at the most. But even taking away 40 to 45 minutes out of your day of just driving just gives you so much more time to spend with your kids or your family. Um, so that was, um, again, there's drawbacks and or pros and cons to it. Um, but I... Uh, I actually really value the time. It was actually really yeah. good. And I, I uh, God taught me a lot about myself and what I needed to change. And yeah. that one of the, that's one of the best things I think about having children is that they will highlight where your sin is even more so than maybe perhaps when you don't have children or not even married. They will highlight like where your selfishness is. And I think I've taken taken that onwards and, and, and tried to and been praying about that and trying to change it I'm still struggling with it but I'm still trying to still trying to work on it um, and I think we spent a lot of family time together that was and I spent a lot more time with my wife too because yeah. like like I would, could, could take care of a lot of the main housework stuff and then we could spend time together at night and all that kind of thing so there was some really good things about being in lockdown but uh, the other thing is that because I had um my daughter, uh, my youngest daughter, Remy, was born uh, August of 2020. Um, she has started to get older, so there was like 
obviously obviously got older <laughs> but there was there was a more uh things going around that and prior to her being born i'd really um developed the discipline of reading my bible every pretty much every morning and journaling and stuff and i'd lost that a fair bit yeah because she would wake up earlier and I'd have to get up early with her and all those kind of things. So I have that's a, another thing that I've lost probably in the second half of 2021 is that it's been quite difficult to reestablish that. Um, yeah, I think routine. that I echo that in the same way. I lost like my breakdown of routine. I think that really, um, that really, uh, yeah, as I said, affected the study habits. But also, I was very used to again. I had the routine of watch of reading the Bible on the train. Mm. And so, or at least, yeah, on the train there and then having a pray on the train home. Mm. I Which lost that utilizing routine. that commute. Yeah, exactly. So utilizing that commute, but I found it a lot more, um, I found it, yeah, I was a lot more erratic, but then I ended up setting, so I get a notification on my phone, um, at around 10 o'clock, which is normally when we were having morning tea and I just get it to send me the verse of the day on, um, Bible app. What is that? Is uh, the U version app. U version right? app. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is good. I was going to say U Bank, but that's 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 a different app. <laughs> that's a bank. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, the U version app sends me the verse of the day at about ten o'clock, and it does that every day. Whether I was, it set it up for then for morning tea for college, but it, um, I found that good um, so that to remind me. First of all, I would just get a random bit of scripture, which is lovely. But yep. also, then if when I open that going through a lot of plans. I found doing plans with other people um, is always excellent, especially they have a feature where you can like comment on the different days and, and stuff. And, um, and yeah, our um, Bible study has always been um, pretty involved in those type of things. Mm-hmm. So they love to um, comment on things and talk about the studies in those note parts, which is really, really nice and a good, a good reminder to read things properly as well if you like. Um, and um, so that you can engage in that it's not just information you're taking mm. in but information you're taking in and processing which is good mm. um yeah i found that very helpful i think i've been reflecting i'm writing a sermon on two timothy at the moment um talking about endurance mm. um and i think um yeah i think it's really uh confronting to think about uh, the fact of when you rely on i find i don't know if you feel the same way joel um when you when you rely on God the most when you can't rely on yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's been, um, that's been a big theme of 2021 for me. Okay. Um, is like, um, confronting that. And I think I was relying on God more, but I think it was only because I couldn't rely on myself. And I think, um, yeah, being, uh, reminded to turn to God, not just when you can't do anything else anymore. You know Mm. what I mean? What did God put in your way to make you think, to start thinking that way though i think i just tend to pray a lot more think a lot more about those type of things when i feel stuck or i feel um overwhelmed and i th- and i think i feel guilty about that the fact that um it Are takes well no that it takes that to make me think about god oh. and not rely and the fact that i'm only relying on him when i'm stuck I think that it was a big realization and um yeah just to not uh, yeah not to turn around and act like he's a piñata when you're <laughs> in trouble you know what I mean like yeah. oh you're not treating god like a parachute yep 
So I love all these analogies. Oh yeah, so many. <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah. would. Um, what so? What's changed for you then? Like if you've realised that, what what's changed for you? Like what in your behaviour and I think um a lot like reminders, daily reminders, um, a lots of um intentionally praying for other people. I find very encouraging, and I feel like that um helps me not only um stay in contact and encourage other people, but also helps me to be thinking about other people more. Yeah, we uh, to that point, you sent me a message yesterday saying, "Is there anything I could pray for you for?" Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. Awesome. which I like. I love. I love getting those messages and and then getting to pray um, for people. I think it's a really cool way you can connect with other people. And I feel like you you don't even need to know someone that well to ask that question. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, and it actually helps you to get some get to know someone better too because they're yeah. oh they they're throwing this prayer up to God for me. Yeah, I can. It's almost like. Uh, people are m- perhaps more willing to share, not in great detail, but some of the stuff that they're finding difficult because it could be just like, you know, like a usual, just like, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, is there anything I can pray for you for? It's like you're inviting them to tell you, oh, something is you are struggling with or you need prayer for that, uh, yeah, I can I can share that with you. Because I did, I yeah. shared something that I, in some aspect of my parenting that I didn't think I was very doing very well was, yeah. or there was a particular underlying sin there that um that i asked you to pray for me for because i've been thinking about it as well and i think being able to share something that's quite personal but not incredibly detailed yeah because you know that god knows all about it yeah exactly. so then when you know then you know that someone else is talking to god about it for you you know that like oh okay this is yeah this is why he's probably more willing to share something like that yeah and i think thinking through um obviously we mentioned Ken, uh ethan and katie got married last week I think praying for them um, coming up to that because obviously there was uh, there's been a lot uh, not more lockdowns but more more people have been getting COVID around where we live. Yeah, because um, everything's opened up. And yeah, everything's mm-hmm. opened up. It's been a um, yeah, it was a very stressful time for them, and I'd mm. been praying for them a lot, and I kind of felt like, well, why haven't I been doing this the whole? Like, why don't I do this more? Mm. Why does it take something to be in trouble or stressful for me to be praying for people? Mm. I think um, was a cool realisation and, and I um, want to keep working on that. I used to go through that too, of a feeling of like, I should pray now, but I don't feel like I can. And uh, to me, breaking that down, I think I, 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 there was two things that were at, at play there. Was one, I don't feel like I'm good enough to pray to God. And the second one was, I don't feel, uh, it's almost like, I have to make a, I have to pray in a special way. Yeah. So then that my and this comes down to my perfectionist tendencies too. Like if I don't pray properly, then I won't get the answer I wanted. Which is again like again just another sinful reaction because it's like, well, I won't get what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so in all of that, I think I've realised, and in combination that I read in um, Disciplines of a Godly Man, this is about three or four years ago. Uh, that's a book by R. Kent Hughes. If you're interested in reading it was that uh, there's almost like two forms of prayer. And there's many types of prayer, but he's like, you can keep these forms of prayer in mind. It's like you have the one where you might sit down for however long, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and and just be praying constantly. Or there's also the the chattering prayer of like something cool happens, and you just go, thanks heaps, God, for that. Or God, I really appreciate that. Or you see someone across the street and just pray for them or that kind of stuff. And that helped me to realise... 
Well, we have the Holy Spirit with us yeah. all the time. Like, and it also, Jesus also says when, like, I'm with you all the time. So then that helped me transform the way that I was thinking was, oh, actually, I can just go. Sometimes I start my prayers now. I go, God, I don't know what to pray for and I don't know how to pray. I don't know what I'm doing right now. And then you just start easing into it and you go, oh, God's just listening again. And it doesn't have to be a special prayer. And God still hears the prayer regardless of whether it's like, very holy and very, <laughs> very, um, very. Uh, what's the right word? Um, or formal, or formal, or like just so like uh, re- very reverent. That was the yeah. word I was thinking of. Instead, it can be just like, "Hey God, I'm really struggling to think even what to pray for right now. Can you help me? I'm finding this hard." Blah blah blah. And then you can get into it. And I think yeah. that that's the, that's the thing that it took me so long to realize that that. But it's the beauty of the personal relationship that we have with God. Yeah, absolutely. is that you have this ability to talk to the creator of the universe any time of day or night. Yeah. Anytime, anywhere you are, out loud or in your head. like, the, And doesn't that just speak to the power that God has? Yeah, absolutely. And you can't... And it's sometimes you're just like, why don't you just realise that, Joel? Or, you know, you probably say that to yourself. Why don't you just no, realise... I say it to you. <laughs> 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 yes. Why can't you just realize that, yeah, Joel? Come on, Joel. <laughs> no, you're the only one with this problem. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you? How do you? It's, it's more like what you're talking about now. Is like, how do you maintain that? How do you maintain the idea and knowledge that God is eternally powerful, omnipresent, uh, omni- His omniscience? Yeah. How do you? How do you maintain that awe that you should have of Him, but not? Be awed into the fact that you think you're not good enough because Jesus died for all that sin. So, had, I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think that we get sanctified over time, and I'm sure mm. you're having realizations now because you have been a Christian for as long as you've been a Christian. Mm. I feel like um, as long as you're trying to grow and intentionally, I think I pray a lot that God would help me to grow and put things on my heart that I need to work on, be reminded of those. And I think. That's I'm really encouraged by that prayer, Joel, where praying that you don't know what to pray about. I feel like that's a massive thing, just asking God to put things on your heart because he knows what you need to do, even if you don't. I think that's a really cool um, encouragement. I think it's a cool idea to have. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What about um, 2022? It's a new year. Yeah. We're hopefully moving... Hopefully, as a country in Australia, moving on to the next stage of a pandemic, like who knows? probably <laughs> yeah. who knows. But it seems that we we're trying to move forward as a country, and that's not making trying to make a political statement or anything like that. It seems like we're trying to move forward and to at least make, you know, I think they say endemic, so it becomes a thing that's just part of society now. Before we jump on, sorry, to 2022, yes, I would quickly love to ask you because. Um, We've uh, had the blessing of doing a lot of ministry in the last year. Yeah. I think that was, um, as you as the digital pastor, especially um, your role became very, very um, crucial <laughs> for a little. Not when, that it isn't always crucial, <laughs> but, but um, well, during the obviously pandemic, while we were meeting the, the digitally, mm. um, it became more of a central focus, I guess, for mm. the church. Do you have any ministry highlights from 2021? 
Oh, I have a lot. I know, like I have a just lot. a few, or even just something that sticks out when you think about twenty twenty one. On that, uh, their first chip lunch was released on the eighth of July. Just so you know, oh, okay, that's when we released the first one. Um, yes, yeah, so I have a lot of ministry highlights. So I started working for Soul Revival Church at the start of twenty twenty one, and at the beginning, it was just me working on the shock absorber, shock absorber with a stew, and then. To move the way that we've moved beyond that to grow the ministry has been incredibly encouraging and exciting. We're just talking to Dave and he doesn't he doesn't like to be in the public sphere very much. But Dave Eccleston, who has only become a Christian relatively recently, has been the the doing all the grunt work between, between behind our editing of the Shock Absorber and the Chip Lunch, which has been outstanding and amazing and we're so glad to have him on board. But Rewinding back from that. Can we just have a photo of Dave? Yes, yeah, Dave, put, put a photo, put a photo of yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like someone else. <laughs> um, the, the, highlight, the biggest highlight yeah. was doing it all together. Yeah. The way that we did as a staff team was that the time that it happened was very close to a week away, if you remember. Like the lockdown happened very close to a week away. And then Which is a, a camp that we normally yes, go on. Yes, the as week, a week away is that we go away for a week. Yeah, <laughs> as a church. Yes. And so we were gearing up for that. And then it got cancelled, obviously, because of COVID reasons, COVID yeah. restrictions. And we're like, what are we going to do? And I remember I actually had that week off from my other job. So yeah. I kind of had a lot of time. And I remember we walked, we came, I remember we came to the ch- to church and I'm like, what are we going to do? Like having a think about what we're going to do. And, you guys very lovingly said, oh, you're meant to be on holidays anyway. Don't, like, don't come in tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but no, like, I've got to do some stuff and then the next day I'll come in and we'll keep talking about it and we'll keep working on it. And I just remember that when we came back, when I came back, you guys had, you, Jai and um, Stu and Ethan had, like, created this brand new podcast format and they were like, we're going to do all this digital stuff in, uh, like, as a digital week away. And it mm. was just like, should I even have this job? <laughs> it's just you guys had done such an outstanding job that that was a real highlight for me. That, but I think it was more than realizing this is what we could be capable of. Yeah, and it's probably something I'd been thinking about for a while. But you guys had put it into action, which shows how much you like. It, to me, it showed me how much you were listening to me, and I felt loved because of that. And then when we got that going, and the then the reaction from the church was just. It was just a really pleasant thing and a really lovely thing, but also just a really, I think, edifying thing to know that even though we had to meet digitally, which was hard, like it's harder to meet over the over Zoom and over all that kind of stuff. Like it's not, we're made to be close to each other and talking to each other and be relational. But to see that the way that we responded to that was just another massively encouraging thing. Like for the week away, the online week away, Shu punched out four sermons all recorded over two days. We did the panels that we did, like we did it as a panel podcast format. We, you guys built the set, like we we repurposed our kitchen <laughs> in our factory where we have Soul Revival Church into a podcast set. And then just from there, we just built and built and like to be able to be, I mean, the Shock Absorber has released now 47, or take away a couple of trailers, so 45 episodes. Yeah. Chip lunches at 25 episodes. Um, Everyone who listens to them says they do. They really enjoyed it, which is just that's just really encouraging. And the whole thing is just to want to encourage each other. We want to use the digital space 
to further the message of the gospel, mm-hmm. like that is our key priority of yeah. how we're doing it, then but I think think that we're doing it in a culturally relevant way, which is what excites me. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's a lot of highlights. But it was awesome. Um, I don't know, man. It's just been fantastic for me. So yeah. I might get too emotional if I keep talking <laughs> about it. Yeah. So, but and the other thing I should mention is that the way that you, um, no one knew what you were doing, but what you were doing was crucial to what we were doing. So, like, if anyone listening and was aware of what we were doing with the digital gatherings, we had the podcast format. But every episode, basically, you were behind the camera turning the camera to the, to the right person <laughs> and keeping us on time, keeping us on like the schedule and the run sheet and everything. Like like the work that you did in that was uh, like we couldn't have got done what we did without your help. And I just wanted to publicly oh, thank, thank you for you. that because um, uh, again, it's just a sign of how I'm really play, pleased at the way that we work. Everyone works together as a team and it's really lovely and, and it's really encouraging. Like it, I mean, it was hard, wasn't it? And then we were like, oh, we've got to do... We ended up doing four podcasts a day. Like, yeah. we were exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah. But we're like, it feels like we're trying to, we're trying to do God's work. That's yeah, what absolutely. we were trying to do. And yeah. doesn't we don't want to big note ourselves. We're not trying to blow smoke up each other. But it was like, hey, we're going to try and do this the best we can because mm. we want to love our church, but also love each other and just, just try and yeah. make it as best as we could. Yeah, and the, you see other people going above and beyond. And that gets you excited. Yeah. And then you're all getting excited about something because, yep. like, yeah, as we said, Dave was doing, Ethan was doing an unbelievable amount of editing work behind the scenes. Those digital gatherings, he would, they would take, what, three times longer to edit than to record them. Yeah, right? exactly. Crazy. Yep. The amount of effort that mm. was put into, yeah, the whole of our staff team. I think that's an awesome encouragement to get to work as part of that team. Yep. It's a cool to think back on. Um, yeah. It was a great first year. There, yeah. To answer your question, <laughs> it was Fridays are my favourite thing to do most of the time because yeah. we get to just have fun, but we try and put out really good content and try and love other people and in the way that Jesus wants us to. Mm. There you go. They'll, they'll sum that up for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we want to talk about 2022? Yeah. Do you have any plans for 2022? What What would you like to see? Um, are I you think going back to yeah, I'm going college. back to college. Yep. Um, I think my so my main role here at Soul Revival Church is looking after the Friday night mm-hmm. gathering, which mm. is um, part of uh, sandwiched in between our um, primary school age um, fuse, which is like our primary school age group and youth. Um, so with a more of a uh, focus on our the younger members of our church, which is very exciting, and I think. Um, that was kind of a bummer when we went into lockdown was trying to figure that out and I felt like I had got a bit of momentum going and then that um, got, well, it just got like... Halted. Halted. <laughs> and I think a big realisation um, for me, like once we came back was like we were in lockdown but the gospel wasn't in lockdown, which uh, I think is yeah. so awesome. Like amazing, there was so many people, so many churches doing amazing things um, that whole time. But yeah, um, I think coming back and uh, I think uh, us as leaders and youth leaders and stuff, we were pretty um, tired when we came back. And I think that's a bummer when you you want to come back with all this energy, but you, mm. you've been working really hard. So um, we came back a little bit tired. And I think what was encouraging is just so many of um, 
our kids and stuff came back so excited. Oh, that's awesome. And that was so such a boost of energy and confidence and um yeah, just such a shining endorsement of what a special um thing a Jesus shaped community can mean to people's lives. Um that they were going through that they had been online doing school five days a week and, and then like, youth online. And then youth online and came back and just so ready to go. And I think that I just want to take that energy into twenty twenty two. Because, um, yeah, again, to Timothy, thinking about endurance a lot this week, um, we've gone through um, uh, an interesting year. I'm, I, I don't want to say a hard year. I think it was hard mm. for a lot of people. It was mm. harder for uh, some others than it was for um, people. But I think it was just an interesting year, <laughs> a really different year. It. Yeah. So right. um, I think I'm for 2022, I'm excited to – do the job I was employed to do. <laughs> that would be a nice change. Um, yeah, and just get to get stuck into college in person, get stuck into um, my ministry in person, keep working as a team, and just keep growing. Like, it's who would have thought the last two years have been so crazy? Um, and like, I'm sure this 2022 is going to be crazy, hopefully for different reasons. Mm. Hopefully not for the same reasons the last two years have been a bit crazy. <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to um, to just see what happens. I think I think God's done awesome things, even though um, even though it's been uh, interesting um, to say the least. I think cool things have been happening the whole time, and um, yeah, just so many exciting opportunities for the gospel and ministry opportunities and great conversations. You know what I mean, like. I, I was here at church a couple of weeks ago um, and I was just uh, having a cool reflection on how awesome it is to just get to hang out with God's people. Um, on, I think it was Christmas Eve, me and a f- Ethan and a few other people were sitting on the lounges. Um, I know it was after our carol service, so it was a little bit before Christmas. And we just got so excited that we almost drove to Parramatta to buy, <laughs> to go to a kebab shop at... <laughs> At 2 a.m. So, like, they're just the things that I just love being in person for (laughs) because you create friendships like that where things things can happen and and new opportunities um, can just spark. And I think, um, yeah, I wasn't planning to be involved in any podcast last year. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up being involved in a lot. So, I think it's, it's who knows what will happen. How, How are you shaping up for 2022? Um, I'm shaping up all right. I think, I think like what you said, part of me was really worn out Yeah, by it. And that's okay to be worn out. Yeah, but like being stuck in your own home and mm. for a long time and all that kind of thing, uh, it does wear on you. Because as I've said before, I don't think God has designed us to be apart for a long time. And I think we has an effect on us mm. and super excited to come out of that and i've been really excited for things opening up and and all that kind of thing um and then <laughs> when i did get COVID, <laughs> which was literally i think i was positive on christmas day but i didn't yeah. get my positive test the day after i was like oh no like i can't and like that's they're my holidays usually over christmas and new year's 
and uh, I'm like, oh no, not again. But I think also that there's lots of things to look forward to. There was a lot of stuff to come out of 2021 that was really exciting, as I've, as we've talked about, like the church stuff, working for church, um, spending more time with my family. And the thing that really <laughs> just got me then when you just spoke about it was uh, the gospel doesn't stop. Yeah. The gospel is present and Jesus and is present all the time. And it's while harder to meet online, like we can still feel his presence and feel him changing us and changing the people around us as we, as we, even if we're hanging out online, even though it's harder, it's harder for us, but God is still working, right? Yeah. And so how do I, my thought is like, how do I, how do I, and how to, in my ministry and also just in life, uh, how do I take that, that the, the gospel transcends everything how do I take that into 2022, regardless of whether there are lockdowns or, or um, hopefully a pandemic ending, or um, all that kind of thing? And it, and I and I pointed out before that I lost that discipline of reading, and I'm I realised this week how much I have missed it, and how much that reminds me of exactly what you're talking about—that the gospel transcends everything. And it and it's also like because I am now a pastor working one day a week. How do I help? remind people of that too i think that's how i'm thinking in terms of my ministry work is and it is through a digital like given i'm a digital pastor and we have our lovely um uh church at sorry sorry revival west ride is completely online at the moment mm. how do we how do we help them to be able to to grow in what we're talking about and to to grow their church and to be able to continue to uh, grow the way they have they've grown during the pandemic as, yeah. a, as a as a church which is f- phenomenally exciting and but most of the time they meet uh they meet together where they are but then they we have an online service for them so how do we how do we make that better for them uh and continue to say that god's power and god's uh like it just yes the transcendent the transcendent way that the gospel is manages to get in any any kind of situation. That's where I'm trying to think of 2022, which is yeah. a little bit broad and a little bit um, uh, what's the right word? Like a bit fluffy. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to how do we how do I uh, kind of put some substance to it now? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. And I think the discipline starts with me. I think that's really important. It starts with me, like. What have I missed during that time that was difficult? And oh, it's the discipline. I dis- I didn't exercise much during the lockdown either. So those two things together have been really helpful to work back together and go. Oh no, I need to be reading my Bible much more regularly than I have yeah. been in the last six months. Yeah. Example. Um. So I'm about to go on. Um. About to take a bunch of the people who finished year twelve away. Um. Uh. As like a celebration of them finishing school, we go away. As a church, it's really cool to get to go away with a bunch of kids who some of them have come all the way through youth group with us for six years. Um, and I'm doing that next week. And we're doing um, the studies um, are going to be from Romans 5. Um, so this has just been something super encouraging. And I, I know this is written on lots of people's walls and stuff, but I think it's just a cool reminder. So Romans 5, um, 1, Therefore, since we have just been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord um, Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not, 
Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering pr- produces perseverance, perver- perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has given to us, who has been given to us. Mm. And I think that was that's a big thing for what we're going to be looking at um, while we're away, hope. And I think that's what I'm thinking about looking into 2022. Yeah. And hope through Jesus, hope that is given through perseverance that gives character. Yeah, that gives hope. And I think that's a really cool um, thing to think about, hope rooted in our faith, rooted in the fact that we've been... Um, made right with God through Jesus' death on the cross and the fact that we now get to look forward to a hope in heaven and also to being sanctified as we work with the Holy Spirit to sanctify us. Yeah, I love that. I think it's a really encouraging way to look at 2022. Yeah, and it also speaks to what I was talking about before when I found prayer hard was that it was a lot of like my perfectionism that was getting in the way. But God says it's not going to happen overnight. He's like in that verse that you, you read out, it's like, uh, pers- like we're talking about perseverance well that's like discipline endurance like we were talking yeah. about and then character produces a better character which is where like and then hope so in that sense just trying to articulate what I'm going to say but in that sense it's like well God keeps working on us maybe that's where we need and beca- and that and like the reason that we have hope is that we know God doesn't give up on us he keeps working on us so that even if we have these difficulties, like we talked about where we found parts of 2020 quite difficult, he's still working on us. Yeah. And even we're going through a difficult time, that's when he's working on us the most. Yeah. That's when, he, when we're experiencing, whether you call it suffering or hardship or whatever it is, that's when he's working on us the most. Like you talked about uh, realising that how much more you need to rely on him because... Uh, not just in the diffi- in the times that are difficult and when you're overwhelmed, it's like well, that that's not really fulfilling what God is hoping for us to see. Yeah. Or want, no, sorry, not hoping, God, what God wants us to see in ourselves. So then how do we continue to do that? And I think that the, 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 I mean, even talking about hope doesn't put us to shame. That was yeah. one of the reasons why we're like finding prayer hard. It's like, oh, we're, we're shameful because of our sin and because yeah. of the things we don't, we're not standing up in. We're not standing up in in the power that God gives us. But then it says, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yeah. And that even verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love um, for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. Yeah. it's a, I love Romans. It's so good. It's a, it's a beast of a book. Yeah, right? yeah. Just imagine Paul writing that, hey? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So cool. Yeah, so cool. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about on Cheap Lunch? This has been a slightly different episode, but I think I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's been fun to reflect um, a little bit on our years personally and get to share that. Um, next week we'll be back to our usual scheduled programming. I yes, think. we have a guest lined up. Yes, I won't tell you who. Secret. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, it's a really cool way, I think, to kick off. Are we calling this a second season or is it just... No, it's just... We we don't we don't have seasons. We just From keep going. Where to go? Where to go? Episode twenty. Is this twenty five or twenty six? This, this will be twenty six. Aurelia was twenty five. What a, awesome. what an episode that was. Yes, right? and like, I think um, we did an episode a, 
a little while ago where we reflected on how many, how awesome. I think we ended up saying just about every podcast we'd done. <laughs> well, oh, this one was great, and this one was great, and this yeah. one was great. I think um, we're looking forward to more of those, and um, yeah, so encouraged. Mm. And I think one thing that was encouraging is that Tim Billhouse, our children's pastor, said, "Oh, I hadn't been. I hadn't over Christmas. I caught up on all the chip lunches." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And he's like, "He's like, oh." It's so good to hear about other people in our church. Yeah. And that hopefully, and he was saying it achieves one of the things that we were hoping that we would do would be to help get to know some people in our church that you may not know. So that when you do see them at yeah. Sorrow Bible Church, yeah. regardless of what uh, gathering you go to, mm. we are all one church. And yeah. so if you end up visiting anywhere else that you might go, oh, I've listened to your chip lunch. Yeah. How cool is that? And you yeah. know and you're knowing those people before you even have a conversation with yeah. them sometimes. And I think that's that's part of the way that we, we want to see this podcast is a way to encourage people in our church. But also something else that we're looking forward to is we might have some guests outside of our church this year. Yeah. Um we're planning to have some guests for the shock absorber. So we might have see if we can get them on the chip lunch as yeah. well later when we record later in the afternoon. So big plans. Big big <laughs> plans for twenty twenty two guys. Anyway, we should wrap that up. Yeah. Wrap up the chips. We didn't ask you uh, how, <laughs> how you have your chips. Has that changed at no, all? No, no, no updates there. What about you? Have you come over to the light Absolutely side? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You can catch us on YouTube. Like and subscribe if you feel like doing that. Uh, we're all on your favourite podcast app, uh, whichever that might be. I uh, Personally, just if you're wondering, I listen to the podcast on the Overcast app. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's about indie Mac development. <laughs> I, I sound real uh, hipster there, but anyway. Uh, but yes, uh, love uh, jump on. We also have a chip lunch Discord, which is always in the yeah. in the show notes. So you can jump on there. And we can keep chatting if you would so like to. Uh, we were meant to do an ask me anything, and then I think we forgot, and nobody jumped on, <laughs> except Leonie our warden. She said, "Sorry, I missed it." <laughs> so anyway, let's wrap up the chips. Thank you very much, Braden. Thank you. Looking forward to an excellent and blessed twenty twenty two. Hope so. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, well, it's all about hope, yeah, right? Exactly. That's right. All right. Thank you very much, guys. One way. One way.